and a bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Oh, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells chime and jingle bell time. Dancing and prancing and jingle bell square. In the frosty air. What a right time, it's the right time to rock the night away. Jingle bell time is a swell time to go gliding in a one horse play. Go giddy up, jingle horse, pick a fifty. Jingle around the clock. A mix and a mingle in the jingling feet. That's the jingle bell.
Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Five Serve Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is RAWF Jingle Hell Rock Live on pay-per-view, our final pay-per-view of 2020. Let's bring in the, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only... Ladies and gentlemen, El Vacant is here. Good evening, El Vacant. Uh, hola, señor. ¿Cómo está? Yeah, it's, 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 it's a balmy 32, 33 degrees out. Uh, not, not quite, it's, it's definitely not, it's not below zero, so how you how you handling the weather here in Milwaukee? I, I mean, it's still, you know, not quite freezing, I guess, but, you know, it's not fun. No, I mean... You know, yeah, I get you got the taco trucks out there, the heaters going, and so oh, are you see, still... it's very warm in the truck, so that's good. I mean, you got sadly, you know, you have to have the big door open, so it's only gets so warm. But you know, with all the fire fryers going in there, it's it's usually pretty nice. Oh, okay, good, because we, you know, it wouldn't be a pay per view without uh, the taco trucks. Um, I got good news for you. Our next pay per view, uh, Love Hurts, will be in a much warmer location. I promise. Are you going to share, or are you just going to leave us guessing? Well, I don't usually announce that until later in the program. So right, fair enough. Uh, well, but at anywho, love hurts. We get we'll ha- have coming up here in a couple mo- couple few weeks, but uh, later in the program, you will also be reading the final top fifty for the super top fifty RAWF superstars uh, in twenty twenty, the overall rankings for the year, and uh, so. That ought to be See? fun. You get have to read twice, right read twice as much as you usually do. So have fun with that. Well, we'll get to that in just a little while. But let's talk about Jingle Hell Rock now, our, la- our last pay-per-view of 2020. Uh, and it is loaded from top to bottom. This is going to be a, this is gonna be a long list, so bear with me for everybody. World Heavyweight Championship, the main event. It is the Immortal Griffith. Defending against Claymore, these two not, these two are not strangers to each other in any shape, way, or form. They have fought uh, for this title before, uh, although it was, the shoe was on the other foot the last time they faced off, uh, and Claymore was victorious, but he was champion at the time. Griffith was challenger. Griffith looking for a little redemption tonight when he squares off against the good man. El Vacant, your thoughts on our main event? I think it's good to be a hell of a fight. I mean, you know, I, I you know, with everything that's been going on of late, I, you know, I, I was sitting here questioning, you know, what, what is, what is Griffith doing? How motivated is he? You know, he seems like he's been, you know, kind of, you know, ever since he, how did he say, proved his point, he's been kind of, you know, coasting. So, but he didn't sound like he was going to coast in this match last night. So we'll see. And just Claymore looking to be world champion for the second time. Uh, Platinum Dragon Championship, 
it will be Iceman King Parsons defending against Lady Vex. It's a title that she's been want to, on her to-do list uh, since join, not joining RAWF. IKP, of course, a huge victory over Teflon Sheik to wrest that Platinum Dragon Championship away from him at Black Friday. Who do you like when we talk IKP and Lady Vex? Uh, you know, I... I, I... Normally, I'd probably go with Vex, but she's going to have a pretty uh, hefty fight earlier in the evening. I think it's all going to depend on just how that goes for her. You know, she gets thrown off of the top of a scissor lift. I don't know that she's going to have a lot of lift in her for uh, for for uh, IKP, you know. But, uh, you know, if she does well in that match, doesn't take too much damage, then I think the odds are in her favor. Should be a really good match. These two going at it for the Platinum Dragon Championship, the heart and soul of R.A.W.F. National Championship. It's two titans going at it when we talk about the Paragon of Greatness taking on the title machine Mithras. Both of them know what it takes to win gold. They know what it takes to win on pay-per-view. They feist each other quite often. National title on the line. Who do you like tonight in Milwaukee? I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna go with champion's advantage on this one. I think that's how close it's gonna be and that's what's gonna be make the difference. I it should be a matchup. These two are definitely uh, it is it is main, it would be main event if it was for the world championship. It would be one hell of a match as well. Fubar City Championship. It will be the Cougar defending against Beast. They're friends. They both respect each other tremendously. But as we just saw, we heard I heard interviews from both of them just minutes ago. Neither one of them plans on holding back. Coos even says she might even put him in the hospital if that's necessary to hold on to her FUBAR City Championship. This could get ugly fast, El Vega. Uh, see, see, it could. Um, you know, I, I, I think uh, just by the order of matches, I think Kruger is going to have the advantage here because she's going to be coming into that match fresh and Beast is going to have just come out of a steel electrified cage with Mithras. So uh, I, I, I have to say, I think the advantage lies with the fresher wrestler at that point. Well, I wouldn't say she's coming out fresh. She also has a couple of other big matches, but we'll, we'll get to those in a second. Midnight Hobo Championship, Maeve O'Hare. She's been a great champion uh, representing the Midnight Hobo uh, brand for a couple of months now. She defends against fellow Black Irish member Crushing Kelly. Uh, two fiery redheads in Black Irish going at it for the Midnight Hobo Championship. Who do you like? I mean, I think we know the answer to that. Um, I like my eyeballs. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, look, I, in all seriousness, I, I, I don't think Kelly has what it takes to take a title off of Maeve. I just, I just don't. I like her. I think uh, she's a good, very talented wrestler, but I, I just don't think she's in quite in Maeve. Uh, uh-oh. Well, we just talked about it seconds ago, and in the match, it was it's already over, ladies and gentlemen. The Cougar is still your FUBAR City champion after defeating Beast. So, Cougs, uh, that's one for, you know, she's now one out of three. Uh, congratulations, Cougar, still FUBAR City champion. We'll be talking with her in just a few moments. Sorry for the interruption, El Vacant, but uh, when the news breaks, we got we got to jump on it. But, hey, you, gotta, you, you know, you got to do the do, you know. 
Yeah. But I agree with you. This one, the Midnight Hobo Championship, should be one hell of a match. Estrogen Championship. It will be reigning champion Tigers taking on Lady Vex. Vex's other second title uh, uh, challenge tonight. Uh, Vex has been estrogen champion before. Uh, who do you like in this match? I, I'm sorry. Say that again. I'm still processing the that Fubar City match. <laughs> yeah. Tigress versus Lady Vex. Estrogen championship on the line. Hmm. They're both very good. I, I really, I really think they're both very good. Uh, I, I think I go with Vex on this one. It should. It, it, it that should be a really good match. And then, uh, I, I, I think it will be a very, very good match. I don't think you know. I mean, unless someone makes a mistake early, I, I think it's going to be a, a hell of a match. But I, I just, my gut is telling me Vex is probably going to pull that out. Very, very well could. It's been a while since she's held gold. Tonight, tonight, she can get maybe one or two belts. We'll find out. This Now, this just in, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it's not just in. It's actually been announced for a while. But to before I talk about the next match, I need to read a tag team report from Unstoppable. Uh, congrats to Hawkster and Mithras, who barely edged out a more and will be facing the tag team champion Swords and Scimitars tonight at Jingle Hell Rock. Also, congrats to the Hellraisers, who, because of an exhibition and no-points match, is the only team this year to achieve a 7-0 record. Uh, the new season of tag teams is open for sign-ups. Please read the rules before you sign up, as there will be a new rule for the new year. This from Unstoppable. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, the tag team scene is open. You should have gotten a message from Unstoppable to go join and sign up. So, do we know what that new rule is? You can go read it. It's in I, the I'm scene. Just saying we could, you know, we're a news, we're a broadcast team. We could broadcast it. All right, I can do that. Hold on one second. So the new rule for this season, for the for for the new year, I should say, not just for this season. Uh, it starts this this coming season. If the t so the new rule is if the tag team champions, so the reigning if the reigning tag team champions at the end of the season uh, finish number one, also ranked number one in the final top ten of the season, the tag team champions can choose their own challengers for the tag team championship from any team in the final top ten. So what that means is if you're tag team champions, but you want you've still managed to kick some ass in the the regular season uh, and go and win number one spot, you then can choose your own opponents from the remaining uh, nine teams in the top ten. So that that is a good rule. I like that. What are your quick thoughts on that, El Vegas? I I think it's in line with a lot of other things that we uh, we have going on here in RWF. It makes a lot of sense. I agree. Absolutely. It does align. It keeps, so, I think it also keeps the champions uh, warmed up, you know, like before, but back in the day, you know, they, 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 when they had the titles, they didn't fight in the competition. So they would go all like a month without any matches and, and, you know, they would get rusty. And that's, I don't think, I think this is better. However, it was not, not this season, but the last season before that we did have uh, swords and scimitars finishing number one uh, as, as tag team champions. But because this rule was not in place, we had 
Unstoppable had to put the number two team in as the challengers. Uh, so now this rule allows the tag team champions, if they go through all the effort, because it's not easy to get number one in RAWF tag team seasons. No. Uh, as you can see, we had four teams go 6-0 and in this season. Even one went 7-0, and even though one of them technically didn't count for rankings. But four teams went 6-0, and and I mean, only one can get number one. And apparently it was won by a very minimal margin by Hawkster and Mithras. So it's, that sounds like one of the toughest seasons in our tag team, RAWF tag team history. So, wow. But Swords and Scimitars will have to defend against Hawkster and Mithras. Uh, so that is, that is the tag team title match for tonight. There will be no men's title match as the Arsehole of the Month is not finished at this, at, as of press time. Thus, Griffith will have to defend his men's championship two weeks from tonight. Tonight on RAWF Superstars um, But there will be no By the way folks there will be no After hours or superstars Next weekend I'm taking the weekend Off I'm, I'm going down I think I'm Going to go down to Maui uh, Go to Maui or somewhere I don't Know I'm, I'm, I'm taking off I'm going to, get, going to go get a tan somewhere Just taking a Private plane getting the hell out of Dodge Alright so Mandatory vacation everybody Yep, mandatory vacation. I do it every year here about this time. So next weekend, you uh, no RAWF after hours, no superstars. And and the next rankings period, the first round robin will be on not this not this Wednesday, which is the thirtieth. It'll be on January sixth. Uh, the new rankings period will begin. All right, onward and upwards. First of all, how do you like that tag team matchup, El Vacant? We've got Swords and Scimitars, of course, Teflon, Sheik, and Claymore taking on Hawkster and Mithras. Oh, I, 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 I that's going to be fun to watch. I, I actually suspect Hawk, Hawkster and Mithras are going to uh, walk away champions. I mean, it, it would seem so to me as well. And Hawkster, while this is, this is the first season those two have actually teamed together, uh, Hawkster has been very close on several occasions during the year of getting a shot at the tag team championships, uh, but just not with with Mithras. So maybe this is maybe Mithras was the key to him getting a, the tag team champ titles. We will find out. Triple Crown Championship. You have the power player Luke Cage taking on D's, taking on a Boney. Uh, three very tough individuals going squaring off for the Triple Crown Championship. You got a call here, Elvigan? You know, I don't. I think that's going to be very tight. I don't know that I, I have a. I, I can. I can pick that. Well, right now, D's who who at one point in 2020 held several titles at one time finds himself without a belt. So I'm a, I'm I'm going to go with D's because I know how much he loves his gold. And I think I think maybe uh, this is what he wants to walk out of 2020 with a title. And I think this might be his night for the Triple Crown Championship. Luke, Luke and Boney, both very tough individuals. But I have a feeling the motivation may, may push D's uh, to the forefront. <clears throat> I mean, I, I see your argument. I see your argument. But I would say at the same time, you know, I'm pretty sure both Boney and Luke would like to end the year with a title too. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't think that's a unique point of view no i mean granted granted but you know the these is a bit more possibly obsessed with gold than those other two that's I don't fair know. 
That's fair. I, I, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. Multimedia Championship. It will be Claymore versus Dev, R-A-W-F Hall of Famer. Dev, uh, Dev, it's been a while since we've seen gold, uh, gold around Dev's waist. But Claymore has been a very strong multimedia champion. He's been multimedia champion now for several months. And he's been on a roll. He's actually obviously in the world championship match this period, making so. You know, does he continue his multimedia run against Dev, or does Dev sneak in there and grab one from him? I I really like Dev. I, I, I'm a big fan, and normally I would go with Dev on this, but I I, I just don't know if Dev has what it takes to to beat Claymore. I mean, Claymore's uh, kind of a kind of a monster out there, you know. He, he, he is a reason he's a former world champion. Yep, yeah, I agree. I agree. It will be a very good match either way. Good luck to uh, both competitors in, in that one. All right. Well, we got another breaking news. Strangleheart continues his run. Is I guess you could call him the king of the bull rope match here in RAWF. He is undefeated in said matches. Tonight he defeated the Cougar uh, in their bull rope four corners match. So now uh, Cougs is one and one on the evening, uh, but she still has another big match to go uh, for the next match. We were going to talk about the Powerball Championship. Boney defending against the Cougar. So she's retained her Fubar City Championship now, uh, El Vacant. She lost to Strangleheart in that bull rope match. Where do you see her ending up with this in this Powerball championship title? Uh, well we all we know we all know that, you know, Cougs is looking forward to this match. You know, she thinks Boney's gonna be hard. Um, you know, so she, she wants to get her hands on it. So, you know, hey, she's gonna come out here and do everything she needs to do. Uh, to to wrangle Boney. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. I, it, it should. <laughs> oh boy. Ah, uh, yes, it will be a good. You match okay? One of those. You good? Yeah, I I just you know. Mm-hmm. White Lightning Championship. It will be Beast who just lost the Fubar State Championship, uh, or lost the Fubar State Championship match to the Cougar, uh, taking on Mithras the Title Machine in that high voltage cage. So, how does this loss to Cougs affect Beast in this White Lightning Championship match? I, I, I don't know if it does. I, I mean, Beast has always been pretty single-minded. I don't think he's going to be distracted by things that are coming and things that already happened. I, I think once that, that cage is locked, he's just going to pay attention to the person across the ring from him. But of course, now we know Mithras is not in just one in, in one one or two title matches. He's in three now that we know that the tag team title match. Uh, I mean, is it possible Mithras would be more focused on winning one of the other two titles uh, and, and slip up here in the White Lightning Championship? It is. It is possible, actually. Yes, it is. It is very possible. I mean, I, you know, with, with the kind of guy he is, I think he's going to put a lot of effort into that tag team title because you know his partner is relying on him. Um, 
you know, I, I just think, I, I think there's a, I think there is a chance that it, of the matches he has tonight, that might be his least concerning. I mean, yeah. but he is, but you know, he, he, he's a professional, so he's going to go out there and give his all in, in all of the matches, I assume. Yeah, I say the odds say, uh, for me, the odds say Mithras walks out with some gold tonight, uh, one way or another. Having I wouldn't know I would think so, but uh, we will find out. Champion's Choice Champion, Killing Neptune, chose Hotshot Chaz as his challenger uh, for this pay-per-view. It is a Christmas peril match. Uh, Hotshot Chaz cannot use defense, cannot use bag, and can only use the following three moves. The Ghost of Christmas Fast, which is a running shoulder block. The Ghost of Christmas Percent, which is an eye gouge because there's a percent of being DQ'd. I see what he did there. And the Ghost of Christmas Super, a Superman punch. Three moves. Uh, now, granted, Killer Neptune can use defense. He can use his bag if he needs to uh, to defeat Hot Shot Chaz. But once again, uh, you know, those three moves, they can do some damage. They do have the potential to do some damage, even if you hit them. If if you do it just right, he, Hot Shot Chaz potentially has a shot at this. What do you think, Olivia? I I sure, and I have a shot of being Miss America, but it's not likely. You don't have a shot of being Miss America. I'm just. What are you saying? I'm not pretty. That's not very nice. Yeah. I've never. I, the one word I would ever use, to, not ever not use to describe you, Elvagant, no offense, is pretty. Because I'm a guy and I would never call another guy pretty. And that's, that's, that's sexist. <sighs> Supreme Fighter Champion. He makes a good point, though. I guess I can't be Miss America because, you know, I'm not American. Well, that is that. Supreme Fighter Championship is the Hawkster versus D's. Mentioned D's earlier about his his want need for gold. Uh, but Hawkster, this is you know a title I that feel he like likes. Hearing the same names over and over tonight. We it well, it's not not the first pay per view where we've heard the same where we hear the same names. It, it happens to pretty much everyone. But Hawkster kind of. and D's D's does love the Supreme Fighter Championship. He's already held it on two other occasions. Uh, who do you like when it's Hawkster and D's? Like there is there there is no love lost between these two. I think they're both going to be going very hard in this match. I, and and I think personal ego is at stake for both of them. I, I think. Both of them are going to give everything they have in this match. Uh, that being said, I think I think Dees has the slight advantage. He's held it, you know. He's held the title before. You know, he's he's been around longer. He's got a little more ring experience. I, I think, you know, unless unless Hawkster just comes out of the rope swinging and and takes Dees by surprise, I think the longer the match goes on, the, the more likely it is that Dees will win. Indeed, I agree. And this is a grudge match. These two have no love lost for each other in any way, shape, or form. Hatfield and McCoy Championship. It will be the Immortal Griffith uh, versus Tigress. Uh, it's amazing both Griffith and Claymore have a warm-up match, have a warm-up title defense before the big, the big match uh, for the main event. Uh, Tigress, of course, is reigning estrogen champion. 
former Powerball champion, former tag team champion, looking to add another belt to her resume. Do you think she has? Uh, do you think she has what it takes to upset the Immortal Griffith for that Hatfield McCoy championship? I mean, does she? Sure, certainly. Uh, and again, going with you know the way he was talking last night, you know, I I, I don't know that he's super motivated. Um, you know, I think he's he's kind of looking for people to prove themselves. Uh, and, uh, you know, who knows what that means in this case, you know, he's, he's given challenges to some people that he's just, you know, he said, Nope, I'm, I, I, he wins. He's, you know, done. And then, you know, this week he, he had two challenges and he, you know, did what he did. So, uh, you know, I think it's as your guess is as good as anyone's what he's going to do. Should another, another exceptional match on this extremely exceptional card tonight. Candy Kane on a pole match, our annual Annual uh, tradition here at Jingle Hell Rock. It is Judgment defend, not defending, but he, you know, he's re- he's wrestling in well, his. Come on, he's like a thirty-eight time Candy Cane champion or something. Well, not, I don't know about all of that, but he taking on the returning John Rev- John the Revelator in the Candy Cane in the pole match. You you know both these people very well. Who do you like in this Candy well, Cane I, on the pole? First, match? I have to say, you know, there's a lot of incredible matches tonight, but. I, in my heart, this is this is I'm most excited for this one. Not not because it's Candy Cane and the Pole. We've seen it before. It's kind of silly, but but because because John's back. I really I miss John. He's a good guy, you know, and he's a lot of fun to watch in the ring. You know, he's he's just a bad bad man, and it's very fun to watch him go to work. So uh, I I like you know judgment. You know, with his his, his judgment, and you know you know he claims to have won this match like 874 times or something. But uh, I, I, I think uh, I think I'm gonna go with with the Revelator on this one. All right. Other matches on the card. We have a Yuletide Metal Massacre match between Crushing Kelly and Nightcrawler. No love. These two used to be friends, but recent events have turned them into bitter foes. Scissor lift match. Lady Vex taking on Teflon Sheik. I will be at ringside for that one. You can guarantee it. Uh, bloodbath match. It'll be Boney versus Alex Caliber. Uh, Alex Caliber looking to get some vengeance for his brother Mark Caliber after events at Black Friday. Hell in a Cell. Mike Denunzio versus Aaron McFadden. Denunzio and his opponent Shadow Press were attacked before in their boiler room match at Black Friday. It was by a several men. It was found out that Aaron McFadden was behind the attack and a part of the attack. These two now go at it in a hell in the cell. Two Fubar City street fights. You have Slashy taking on IKP and Jake Bagwell taking on Jackie M. High voltage steel cage. Mithras, the title machine, steps into the high voltage steel cage for a second time tonight when he takes on Wolfie. A medal from a hell match between Demented Fallen Angel and the hardcore metal man. We already know that Strangleheart won the Bull Rope Four Quarters match against the Cougar. A Facebook classic match between the legendary DW and Damia. That one should be good. Facebook classic. Also, some interesting rankings matches. Liam O'Shaughnessy to take on Hunter Breeden in a challenge match. Wrath versus the Hawkster Bully in another challenge match. And there's some other really good uh, rankings matches here that could have a serious out. Out effect on the final top 25. The unsettled Chris Cage takes on Money Sue. Uh, Cassie Joe versus Crazy Mama. Uh, Magnificent Michael, who we found out last night, was 
pretty high in the top 25. He takes on Kane, the governor. Uh, Papa Shaker to take on an R.A.W.F. newcomer, Fierce, who was close to being in the top 25 last night. Uh, and, you know, of course, and the whole entire list, of course, is in the scene. Those were just the highlights. So, woo, it is 2020. It's just a few days away from being over L vacant. You have in your hand, sir, the top 50 superstars of 2020. This starts, this actually starts from uh, December of last year till November of this year. It's kind of weird how I did it, but it, it, that's just the calendar year here in RAWF. Uh, but it counts as the 2020 year. You have the list of the top 50. If you're ready, sir. I had one second, ladies and gentlemen, just to get a little. All right. Ah, a little bit of agua. All right, here we go. So, like you said, this is the rankings for the year, not for any month. Or any, so, really, this just gives you bragging rights. As far as I know, it doesn't get you anything else. You know, and I'm sure after I'm done, Mr. Blondie over here will start putting out the weird little little factoids about the year as well. He always likes to do that. So, here we go. Are you all ready? Are you ready, boys and girls? El Ninos? Okay. In 50th place, we have Aaron McFadden. In 49th place, we have Sin. In 48th place, we have someone I've never heard of, Spade. I don't know who that is. In 47th place, we have It's Angel, bitch. <clears throat> that, that, that's a name, I guess. All right. In 46th place, we have The Demented Fallen Angel. In 45th place, we have The Mancunian Maniac. <clears throat> Pardon me, Farjik. <clears throat> In 44th place, we have Papa Shaker. <clears throat> oh. Pardon me, hold on a second. <clears throat> Sorry about that. All right, in 43rd place, we have Revenge Gibson. In 42nd place, we have... Oh, look at that. He's, 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 look at this. It's John Taylor. He is the meaning of life, universe, and everything. 42, good for him. In 41st place, we have Blaze McCoy. There you go. You're a boy, Blaze McCoy. is in 41st place. In 40th place, we have the uber-vegan TPO. The pure one, I believe that, that stands for. All right. In 39th place, we have the Mistress of Mayhem herself, Damia. In 38th place, we have, oh, I haven't seen her around for a little while. Wildfire is in 38th place. In 37th place, we have Hot Shot Jazz. Cha, cha, cha. Yeah. In, oh, we have a tie for 35th place. See, with the ties, you would think after a whole year you wouldn't have a tie, but we do. We have a tie. 35th place is a tie between Redneck Avenger. And Miss Luzon, Warrior Queen, Falcon, Sloth, Puma, Cougar, Cheetah, Lady, Her. Yeah. Blue woman with 87 names. In 34th place, we have Europa Muscles. In 33rd place, we have Prince. In 32nd place, we have Knox Boogie. In, oh, we have another tie. In 30th place, we have tied the Razor and S.G. Gibson. In 29th place, we have Judgment. In 28th place, we have the Big F and Hitman. In 27th place, we have... Oh, this is going to be hard. It's Boney. In uh, 26th place, we have oh, the, the mysterious one himself, Mark Caliber. In 26th... You know, should he have, like, three different positions? Because he's, like, these three different... No, never mind. All right. In 25th place, we have Cyberlinks. I'm sure he's going to have some conspiracy theory about how he was robbed. In 24th place, we have Uncle Frank. 
In 23rd place, we have Cassie Joe. In 22nd place, we have everybody's favorite fish, Killer Neptune. In 21st place, we have the Crazy Mama. In 20th place, we have everybody's favorite X-Men and rock and roller extraordinaire, Nightcrawler. In 19th place, we have the Iceman King Parsons. In 18th place, we have Dev. Oh, good that. In 17th place, we have the power player himself, Luke Cage. In 16th place, we have, oh, speaking of kitty ladies, we have, oh, we got a little run of kitty ladies here. So we got in 16th place, we have the cougar. And then in 15th place, we have tigers. So apparently we found a little kitty corner here. And then in 14th place, we have the most aptly named man in all of wrestling, the unsettled Chris Cage. In 13th place, we have, this actually kind of surprises me a little bit, okay. Uh, Money Sue is in 13th place. In 12th place, we have Dez, or Dez as he likes to be called, I guess. Uh, in 11th place, we have the Hawkstar Bully. In 10th place, we have Hobo Ezekiel. In 9th place, now remember, this is the top 10. We're in the top 10 for the year now, boys and girls. In 9th place, we have B. In eighth place, we have Teflon Chic. In seventh place, we have the person who's going to teach him how to fly, Lady Vex. In sixth place, we have oh, the Immortal Griffith. In fifth place, we have his challenger for the evening, Claymore. In fourth place, we have, oh, my favorite, Mabel Harris in fourth place. Good for her. In third place, we have the Great Red Dragon. In second place, we have the Paragon of Greatness. And in first place, we have none other than the title machine himself, Mithras. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen, your top 50 for the year. And now for all you Spanish fans, Elvacant will now read the list in Spanish. The hell I will. <laughs> no? Okay. Okay, sure. Here we go. Ready? Uh, El Dito. <laughs> Some fun facts from that list. <clears throat> uh, we had 10 rankings, of course, 10 total rankings periods for the year. Only one person reached the number one spot more than one time. Uh, he actually did it four times, and that was the immortal Griffith. Uh, you would think someone who finished four, finished for first place four times would be number one. Uh, unfortunately, somehow, for some, some reason, he was only sixth, but Hey, you know, still he was four times four times more than anybody else in the period. The other number one n- number one ranked wrestlers: Mithras, the Great Red Dragon, Mave O'Hare, uh, Teflon Sheik, Dees, and a name for name we all have forgotten, but he was there. He did it one time. It was Big Greg. So. Those that was that only one person managed to reach the top twenty-five in all ten rankings periods, and that was Mithras, who finished, of course, at number one. Three, four people did it nine times. The Great Red Dragon, Mavel Hare, Claymore, and Beast all did it nine times. So, um, two people made the top ten eight times. That would be Mithras and the Great Red Dragon. And several other people did it seven times, but the most was eight out of the ten periods between Great Red Dragon and Mithras. All right. So 
That is your 2021 or 2020 overview, uh, final top 50 for the year. And as El Vega said, is basically just for pride. Uh, there's no title on the line, no award or anything like that. Uh, but still, uh, it kind of it was a it gives you a landscape of kind of who was hot in 2020. El Vacant, uh, certainly Mithras, who was world heavyweight champion for most of 2020, uh, rightfully sitting at number one. See, agree, disagree. Oh, see, 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 see. <laughs> it, it wasn't clear that you were actually asking my opinion. It sounded more like you were making a statement. But, I mean, I agree uh, with I, the statement. Fair enough. All right. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, our next pay-per-view will come to you live from the T-Mobile Center in Las Vegas. No, I'm sorry. The MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada. Out in the desert, El Vacant. You should be a little happy about that. See, that's almost, it almost comes, as good as going home. Yeah, it's almost as good as going home, and it will be on Valentine's Day of all days. And Love Hurts will be on Valentine's Day this year in 2021, February I'm just saying, for, for a place named Love Hurts. We maybe should have gone to Tijuana, Mexico. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> I, I considered it, but you know, Las Vegas. Uh, you, you can't beat Las Vegas for Valentine's Day. I mean, all the little... All right, I'm putting it out now. I am challenging someone, I don't care who, to an Elvis match. You're challenging someone to an Elvis match? See. Well, I'm... I don't even know how we'll do that. I just think there, there should, we need to come up with something that's an Elvis match if we're going to do Valentine's we, Day in Vegas. I, I, think, I think we can figure something out. All right. So already an open challenge for Love Hurts. El Vacant wants to take somebody on in an Elvis match. I don't know. I'm sure we maybe, maybe you have to wear blue suede shoes. Is that? No. I mean, maybe. maybe. I, do, I don't know if they're out there, but maybe. All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's start getting some, let's get some callers in here. Let's start with a man who uh, big match defending his national title against Mithras the Title Machine tonight at Jingle Hell Rock. Uh, but I think you may be a little worried that a certain jolly old elf may be somewhere. In the vicinity, since it is, after all, still Christmas time here in R.A.W.F. He is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the pants and the hourglass of time. I'm the chalkline, outline. Everything is mine. From the grid to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that this day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I Well, 
Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Paragon of Greatness. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, R.A.W.F. Universe. It's me, number two. That means I'm the shit. How are we doing? It's Jingle Hell Rock. Let's get things going. Wow. Okay. Well, it seems like you're a little grumpy out of the chat. Maybe you're you're either you're either we're either mistaken or you're you're actually. How was your Christmas? First of all. Well, you know, aside from all of the imagery of Santa Claus, who you who you know, I have this this very long history with. Uh, you know, I I made it clear last time I was here on RAWF uh, radio that. I actually love this season. I love the togetherness. I love family. Uh, you know, I, I love to see people happy. And so I, I've got to say, uh, you know, as long as I block out images of the big red terror, uh, you know, I, it was a pretty good, pretty good year this year, actually. And, you know, I, I'm always going to be in a good mood when you do the year in rankings because uh, a little inside baseball here, everybody. Paragon of Greatness loves him some numbers. It, it's true. He does. <laughs> he orders by them all the time. I'll have a number five and a number seven. But, uh, well, I mean, that being said, Paragon, that being said, uh, I actually have a present for you from Santa Claus here. And I know the last time he left a present for you here, it was that, you know, that, that music box and you weren't very thrilled about it. But, I mean, Santa... Santa, I mean, last time you got a letter from Santa was a few weeks ago when you found out you were not eligible for a world title shot. Uh, he gave it was a pretty good letter, don't you think? I mean, he seemed pretty friendly, and you know, seemed like he wanted to bury the hatchet with you. Have you heard from Santa since then? Eerily, I haven't, and that's kind of scary. Well, I have here. And it's in this. It's an envelope. It's not actually a gift. It's an envelope. It's got a little bow on it. But here, here you go. I have no idea what's in it. Maybe you, you know, take a uh, look. Um, it appears to be a graph that shows the actual numbers, which is something that I'm actually very excited about. <laughs> I do love these numbers. <laughs> this is the sound of somebody processing and memorizing numbers right now. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Perry. <laughs> All right. Well, good. Good. So let's talk now. Uh, you can put that down. P- put it down. No, we can put it down. Do I have to put it? Da- put it down. We got. Oh, you can fine. look at it after. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> So fo- let's focus here on your match tonight against Mr. Title Machine for the national title. Uh, you were both two, both legendary figures here in RAWF, trying to wrap up 2020 with a big win. Uh, so tell me how you're feeling going into the match with Mithras. Um, would it be weird to say that I'm going into this match really mellow? I, I know that it's Mithras the title machine. I know that we literally just got objective proof that Mithras the title machine is the one man in 2020 that outscored me in rankings. Uh, you know, he retained that world championship at Immortal. I believe he retained the championship again against me at a, another point. Uh, he's clearly an opponent I absolutely should be 
afraid of even. And I'm going into this match and I'm not saying that I'm not afraid of Mithras and I'm not saying that I'm confident that I'm going to win. I'm saying that there's this strange calm over me. Call it the holiday spirit, if you will. I'm going into this match and I'm, I'm happy that the match is happening because I know win, lose or draw the fans are going to come home happy that they got to see this match. And that, that makes me happy. You know, I, I may walk away without the national championship, but I will walk away with a classic match under my belt regardless. And that's really what we all get into this business about. I know a lot of people will say it's about the money or the achievements or the championships, but every professional wrestler when they were growing up, whether it be, you know, relatively not that many years ago or like myself, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago, it, it doesn't matter when you were growing up, you always just had this flair for entertaining a crowd. You like to see smiles on people's faces. It's what got you into this type of business. It's why you do what you do. And I've got to be honest, I'm just excited to see the looks on the RAWF universe's face at the end of this match. Hopefully I'm holding up this national championship. If I'm not, I'll still be happy to see what they have in store for us because I go out there every single night for them. And this is a proper opportunity to give them something special. You've had a very up and down 2020 Paragon and you, 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 you know, you main evented immortal in that triple threat match and where, you know, you've, but you've been, you've had belts, you've lost belts. It's, it's been an up and down roller coaster of a ride for 2020. Evaluate what, what 2020 means to the pair, to the Paragon of greatness in his career. I think that 2020 is kind of a special year in that it may be the, the first year where I'm kind of going into this career and I'm realizing you know, it's always been the fans first, Paragon second. That's, that's how it's always been. And I've always been, you know, content with making sure that the fans were happy. And then I would always accumulate a lot of gold along the way. And, you know, it, it's it's kind of a mixed bag here in that it's a bit of a wake-up call that maybe um, I need to focus a little bit more on on some Paragon to – get the higher levels of success because REWF has turned a new chapter in 2020 and the level of competition in this co- company has gone off the charts. And, you know, I absolutely do need to focus up, uh, you know, up my game some, uh, maybe I'd, I'd gotten a little less hungry, but at the same time, uh, that's a thing that I'm honored to be a part of because this has kind of been a year that I've realized that um, I'm very happy to be involved in, uh, these various storylines and um, matches and even even feuds, even when I'm even when I genuinely have anger towards the person, such as Claymore recently, I'm glad to be a part of a good story and I'm glad to be a part of helping craft the legacy of people beyond myself in the ring. You know, this is the first year I'm thinking like there's the fans first. RAWF's additional roster maybe number two in that because things like my recent run with Luke Cage, I'm proud to have been a part of this run and this rise of Luke Cage. The, my um, feud with the Joker, I, you know, Mark Caliber is, is 
one of the hottest commodities he's ever been in RAWF, and I like to think that I was part of that, and I think that that's kind of the story of this year is that I really got to appreciate the people that I work with every week and uh, see who they've developed as, as characters, as wrestlers, and it's been a lot of fun, and it's, it's, been a, it's been a good ride. But 2020, I think I'm also going to make sure to up that game, keep evolving it, because I can't, I can't keep being part of classic stories if I fall behind. All right. Well, Paragon 2021, we'll, is, we are all looking forward to it. I think a lot of us here are hoping 2020, we're wait, just waiting for it to end. But uh, good luck to you in 2021. Good luck to you tonight against Mithras. Thank you very much. I'm going to read these papers now. You you do that. Go. Good. Wow. He's 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 really reading those papers. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Wait. How the hell did Santa get into my computer and get my? Uh, okay. Look, he knows when you're sleeping and when you're awake. He knows your password. Okay. No, I ain't got a point. Ah, next up, ladies and gentlemen, she is the reigning Midnight Hobo Champion. Been in a, also a very interesting 2020 for her as well. Let's bring on the one and only. She is the lovely Maeve O'Hare. Maeve, good evening. Hola, Maeve. Good evening, Watson. Good evening, Vacan. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Ah, you know, doing pretty good. Ah, well, yeah, pretty good. Got to see the abuela, got to eat a lot of food, got to go someplace warm as opposed to right now. It's not that bad. It's only 30. It's it's not even freezing. It's only like 33. That's below. Uh, it's, it's literally zero degrees. That's, never mind. So, Maeve, with She's that right. being, yeah, okay, yes, I suppose, if you look at it that way. So, Maeve, first of all, uh, it has been, uh, congratulations, number four, Overall, in 2020, uh, it was a, a very... As my grandma might say, you could have knocked me over with a feather when I heard that. Yeah, so only only, only behind Mithras, Paragon of Greatness, and the Great Red Dragon uh, in the overall rankings. One hell of a sophomore year, you you could say. not, and, and it has been a storied one for you as well. Three attempts at a World Heavyweight Championship, unsuccessful, unfortunately. 
but you yeah, have been. Yeah, we don't need to talk through, about them. Well, you know that's part of twenty what twenty twenty. It was a it was a big story. You guys, but you did get yourself uh, your hands on some gold, the Midnight Hobo Championship, and uh, tonight your I believe your second defense of that title when you face off against fellow Black Irish uh, member uh, Crushing Kelly. So. Uh, I mean, we saw with Coogs and Beast, two members of Anarchy that know each other well, love each other to death, uh, how they went at each other in that Fubarcy street fight. I've just been watching that little bit of replay, and they held nothing back. Uh, Now, of course, that is Fubar City rules. Your match is not uh, a Fubar City street fight, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure you and Kelly have the same mindset as Beast and Coogs did with the Fubar City championship match. Would you agree? Oh, I, 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 we're not, we're not holding nothing back. I told her before we went out there that I was going to give it to me all, and I expected her to do the same because I'm certainly not cutting her nose black just because I know her well. It's not how we do things in Black Irish. And of course, it is the first ever Midnight Hobo Championship match that features two ladies as the competitors, uh, as champion or challenge, champion and challenger. Uh, so that in itself is historic, and uh, so how do you want to be? How do you want to remember 2020 when you look back at it? I mean, it'd be nice if I could look back and say, "Oh yeah, I went and won a world title the first or second or even third time I tried," but obviously that weren't meant to be. But overall, I have to say I'm really pleased with how far I've come in this last year. Had a lot of help from several amazing people, most of whom are ranked near me. And I'm looking forward to doing even more in the future. I would like to add to the belt. Certainly not planning on getting rid of this one anytime soon, but it'd be nice to maybe go after the estrogen belt or one of them lottery belts. We'll see what happens. Develop a taste for gold. Perhaps it's the company I'm keeping. Maybe it did seem like things turned in your career once you got out of um, uh, the, get out, got out of Teflon, uh, Teflon Inc. Whatever. What was that thing called? It's been so long now. I can't even remember. Oh my. Chevrolet. No. Yeah. Terror. We'll go. Thank you. Hey, you know they're not. They're not. They're they're, they're forgettable. That's a good thing. Uh, anyways, cervical caprice. Right. Gotcha. I thought it was Chevy Caprice. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, um, it did seem to, things did seem to turn into your, you know, turn for you. Uh, lights came on when you joined Black Irish. So uh, you would, I would have to say that was was a definitive improvement in your career when you formed when you and the others formed Black Irish. Would you agree? I think so. Um, I think a lot of things were lining up, so I can't fully attribute that to Black Irish, although, of course, I'm awful proud of all of them. Uh, but, yeah, I uh, got out of some bad situations and into some better ones and realized where my loyalties truly lay, and it's it's served me in good stead. Um, there is one other thing, speaking of Black Irish, that I would like to touch on if you wouldn't mind me taking you ever so slightly astray. Go ahead. I would like to announce and congratulate 
um, my very own Black Irish teammate, Cy, for being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yes, definitely. Congratulations to Cy, uh, one of the two inductees into this month's WU Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And, and one I of your GMs was the other inductee. We should, I, we should definitely mention her absolutely. as well. With and with no little fan with 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 huge fanfare, uh, I'd like to also congratulate and welcome Psycho Girl into the WU Hall of Fame. One of one of the great GMs in WU, and uh, not, excellent not only choices that. this month. I'm quite pleased. What's that? It was two excellent choices this month. I was quite pleased. I agree. Totally agree. Uh, Scythe and Psycho Girl, the newest members of the WU Hall of Fame. Welcome to both of you. All right. So, Maeve, one last question. 2021, what do you see for Black Irish? Uh, what do you see for certain members of Black Irish uh, besides yourself? Let's talk about the other members. Who, do, who, among that, who among the other members of Black Irish do you think is going to have a successful 2021? You say that as if I don't think that they're all going to have a successful 2021. I, I know you think they're all going I to understand be. your question. I'm just giving you a hard time, boss man. Well, I mean, one uh, of them is likely to. They're starting off fighting you. <laughs> We're not in 2021 yet, lad. Hey, the last year's review included December. I'm assuming so will the next one. <laughs> uh, all right. By, by, by terms of rankings, and, you know, might might not be the best start for poor Kelly and, you know. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, uh, you're asking me to pick a favorite child. I honestly think, though, I, I really do think that all of them are capable, and our goal as a faction is for all of us to have gold in 2021. But I really would have to say, and I, I may be a little biased here, I fully admit that, I really think Scythe is the one to watch. He's been in the RAWF the shortest amount of time, but I, I just don't think anyone should discount him. I mean, look at what he's done in the last month. You know, coming out of nowhere and ended up almost going after the world title. Can't help but be proud of that. And I think perhaps he and Liam, you know, they're going to be tagging together again in the new season, um, might be going after tag gold, and I'd be awful proud to see that as well. All right. Well, Maeve, good luck to you tonight against Kelly. And uh, I forgot, I forgot to ask her. Time. I totally forgot to ask her about the, this match last night. Uh, we were so focused on her match with Nightcrawler, but uh, I'm sure she is I see, also. I, see. I get the picture. Out of sight, out of mind. Uh, well, Fine. not not. I'm not. Hmm. I'm not. I'm not hurt by this at all. Really, really. We can't get through one show, one interview without you giving me a guilt trip of some kind. Really. Well, it wouldn't be an interview with me, and if I didn't, I would it. You wouldn't know what to do with it. Yeah, I would. I, I wouldn't feel next... guilty. I I, I don't <laughs> like feeling. I, I mean, do you really guilty. feel guilty now? <clears throat> I mean, no, but you know, I, she tried, and that, that's the point. I only make fun of you because I like you both, Mom. I know that, Maeve. I like you too, and I hope continue to have a happy holiday. Happy New Year, and good luck tonight against Kelly. Thank you, Bossman. Good night, Vacant. 
I still love my mate. Oh, one more thing before I go vacant. Hmm. I brought I brought your present. Your way present for me. Mhm. Something I thought you might get a kick out of. Can I have? Of course. I uh, got it in the uh, the wardrobe shop. It's a bit of mistletoe that you wear around your belt there. Oh, that's perfect. No. Shall we try it out here? I'll put it on. Oh, no. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a <laughs> quick song break. When we return, we'll be talking to the World Heavyweight Champion, the Immortal Griffith. We'll be talking to Mr. R.A.W.F. Judgment. We'll be talking to the Cougar, Lady Vex, and who knows if anyone else shows up. Uh, but all of that after the song break. This is R.A.W.F. Jingle Hell Rock live on pay-per-view from Milwaukee. Be back in just a few seconds. Jingle my balls. Jingle my balls. Jingle all the way. Cheers in the sheets. Cheers on the bio. Cheers on Ohio's intro. Next thing you know, Santa's on his way. Here comes Santa Claus. What are you going to say? Cheers on the middle. Cheers on the sheets. Just don't cheers on Santa Claus' reach. Everybody comes and everybody goes. Everybody stays and everybody plays. This is what we do here in Christmas Town. Cheers around and cheers around. Jizz in the hand, jizz on the fan. Just don't ever jizz on this man. I'm telling you right now, if you jizz on me, you're going to have a problem. One, two, three. This was that song, and this is the saying. This is the Christmas little song today. Everybody knows what you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, it does taste different. For some, even you. Jingle my balls. Jingle my balls. Jingle all the way. Have a good Christmas. Have a good day. Have a good dollar holiday. So jingle my balls. 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 And we're back. That holiday classic, Jingle My Balls, of course, by Mr. R.W.F. Judgment. And what? Why are you looking at me like that, Elvin? Uh, why? Why do you encourage this? I, I I don't necessarily encourage it. I I just think it's hilarious. Is yeah. that encouraging? I suppose that is. Never you mind. You played it two nights in a row. You encourage it. Well, don't worry. You won't hear it again till next year, maybe. I never thought uh, I'd hear something that made me wish I could hear the old version. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that being said, let's bring in our world heavyweight champion. He's got a big night tonight, as most world champions do on pay-per-view. He is the one and only. yoo I'll make you famous.
Ladies and gentlemen, he is your no, R.A.W. Hold on, world. Hold on, I just where where is there it is. I'm just gonna go into the fridge here for a second. What's the matter? Right, what, what are you doing? I'm just grabbing one of these beers after having to follow up that. Okay. <laughs> That's better. All right. So, Griff, you feel <laughs> well, sir. Tonight, a big night for you. Uh, defending the Hatfield McCoy championship against Tigress and then going on to face Claymore w- with your world heavyweight title on the line. So let's address the ti- the match with Tigress first. Um, these, I mean, is this, would you literally, li- literally call this a warm up match for Claymore? And, and not to disrespect hmm. Tigris, not to disrespect Tigris. But. Yeah, I, I don't know that I would call it a warm-up match per se. I mean, I, I would hope that means I am warmed up when I get into that match. I mean, there's a pretty good gap between the two. I mean, you know, the Hatfield-McCoy sort of takes place early in the pay-per-view, and then I don't fight again until the main event. I have quite a lot of time to re- to relax, to relax, yes, relax and rest up. But, uh, yeah, um, I mean, I, I don't think I'd call it a warm-up. I, I mean, I think they're, they're two very different opponents, and, you know, it's two very different matches. All right. So how well how well do you think Tigris matches up with you? I mean, about as well as anybody else, meaning she doesn't. Okay. Well. So, great, great, great talk on that one. Let's talk. Let's switch to gears to the main event. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, was, did, did you need more? I can give you more. I mean, you know, I, it doesn't matter. It, you know, Tiger. It should be a good match. I think Tigers may give you a, a bit of a surprise run for your money. We will see. Yeah, I, it, all, all <laughs> I've had quite a few matches with Tigers, and, and she and they've all been very competitive. She's a very competitive wrestler. She's quite good at what she does. I expect it'll be a very very uh, entertaining match for the fans, um, and uh, yeah, we're going to see what she brings to the table tonight. All right, tonight you defend the World Heavyweight Championship against Claymore. There, there's history between you two. Uh, earlier this, let's see, last year, a little over a year ago, the two of you squared off for the World Heavyweight Championship when he was World Heavyweight Champion. You were, and he. Uh, he he beat you, and he defeated you to retain his title that night. Uh, we talk about you looking for a little redemption tonight when you square off with you being the champion this time around. Uh, I guess that is a way to describe what happened. Yes. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, no, I've made it. No, I've made it. Uh, I've, I've certainly not kept it any sort of secret. Um, you know, I've I've been. I've been looking to get my hands on him ever since. Uh, I will point out that in other matches around the company, every time I have faced him since that match, I have beaten him. I've never lost to him again, and I've beaten him quite a few times. But, you know, this now the world title's on the line again, and we'll see. Things get things get a little interesting when that belt is on the line. Um, Are you going to wear those pants to the ring tonight? Well, yes. 
Okay, I just wondered. I was just, they're, just curious. They're quite, you know? I, I look. I have no idea how you did it. I don't know who you talked to, but they fit amazingly well. <laughs> well, you're welcome. You're, you know, it's 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 best. Yeah. You know, I got great. We got great tailors here. Man. Admittedly, I will probably take off the white fuzzy belt and just put on my normal belt because wouldn't want to get the weird fur all over the, you know, ring. Oh, and yeah, that's probably best. You're right. That's probably best. You don't. It's. I mean, yeah. Most most definitely. All right, let's talk about 2020 overall for your Griff. How do you? How when you look back at 2020, what uh, what comes to mind? What is what was your highlights and what was your lowest point? Uh, I mean, I think it's interesting. I, I I was actually genuinely surprised to hear that I was the only one to be in the number one position more than once. I mean, I knew I had done it four times, but I I, I assumed somebody else had managed it. Um, I actually thought that Maeve had managed it because you know she had had multiple titles. I guess she came out of the second position for, for most of them. Um, but Hey, you know, look, uh, you know, it just goes to show that, you know, you, 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 if someone, you know, a third away into the year or so decides to piss off the wrong person, that person can still have quite an impact for the rest of the year. Um, you know, the, uh, I, I I almost am curious to like if I had done what I if I had been working all year the way I worked towards the end of it, what those numbers would have looked like. But you know I'm not generally one to uh, to get lost in the past, as it were. I I never get anything done if I did. True enough. What are the Immortal Griffiths goals for 2021? You know, I don't, I don't put a lot of stock into this whole setting goals for your year and your resolutions and all of that. I, I just don't. It, it's hard. It, it's hard to do that when you know the years just sort of bleed and blend together for you. But um, uh, you know, the the last major goal I I had I, I accomplished, um, and right now, really the only goal I would honestly say I have is. Uh, going into the company competition and just making it clear to every other little indie fed out there that they do not hold a candle to the REWF. All right. Thank you, Griff. Good luck to you tonight against Tigris and, and more importantly, Claymore. As you defend the World Heavyweight Championship for the first time, uh, well, for the first time in this title reign. So, good luck, sir. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. All right. With that being said, time to bring on Mr. R.A.W.F. He is the one and only... Broken every boundary 
gentlemen, judgment is here. Hola, señor. Hello, guys. Simon. You sound very judgment. relaxed for a man who's about to have a pole match. Oh, I'm very relaxed about this pole match because I'm going to tell you right now, John the Revelator is going to be in for a match of his lifetime. This is going to be my the, the 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 ultimate prize when I, you know, he decided to come back out of wherever he was at, running around playing this and that. He said he wanted to come back and call me out for this match. So, John, I hope you're ready, buddy, because I don't think you are. But you wanted this match, John. So this is I'm going to give you this match, and then after tonight. When I become 34 and 7, 34 and oh, sorry, 7, I'll get 7 from, I don't know where that came from. <clears throat> I'm going to be able to sit up and say, this is, this is my title ring. All right. Well, Judge, I mean, it, it, what is your, what is your, Official record in 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 these candy cane on pole matches. What is it? Thirty-seven and and oh. Thirty-seven and oh. All right. Thirty-seven and oh. All right. Yeah. I just want yeah. Thirty-seven. And, see, El Vacan had you. Oh wait, 800. no. I'm mistaken. I'm mistaken. I'm I'm sorry. I'm mistaken. I'm mistaken. Thirty-nine and oh. This to be my fortieth match. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. All right. Well, good luck tonight and winning your hopefully winning your 40th candy cane on a pole match. So, judgment. What is what is you know with 2020 have been an, an up and down year for you as well. What are you looking forward to in 2021 here in RAWF? Taking the men's title from Griffith. Taking the men's title mat, title from Griffith. Yeah, this gonna be my this gonna be my goal. The men's title match will be coming back to me. The men's title, the title that I covet the most in REWF, the title that I made, the title that I'm allowing everyone else to use to walk around and be able to consider themselves to be a men's champion, the title that. The title that is on loan right now until it becomes back to where it belongs and that's back to me. You know, Griffith is a good champion. He, he does good. He's just not the men's champion that he needs to be. And that's when I'm going to come back and I'm going to take it and I'm going to show everyone in REWF exactly what it takes to be a men's champion, what it, what it looks, what a men's champion is supposed to look like and how he's supposed to dress, act, style and profile, and that's what I'm going to be doing. All right. Well, Judgment, good luck tonight against John the Revelator in your annual candy cane on a pole match. And uh, good luck in 2021 chasing that men's championship, sir. Oh, also, I got a little, little surprise that I'm going to be announcing. For the people in Happy McCoy, mm, starting in February, Got some a new rule coming into play too. I'll wait till February and announce that rule. Oh, you have a new rule. Why? Right. 
Everyone's changing yeah. their rules up for 2021. Cougs is changing our whole division. Unstoppable's changing rules. You're changing rules. I'm not changing any rules. I like I like how things we are going right now. Spicy. You know, we 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 need to add a little spice to the to everything, and you know, keep people from getting bored, and keep everybody on their toes, and add a little little. I mean, look at 2020. Come on, we're ready for this year to be over with. We want to get out of here. We don't want the same old stuff. But we need something different. We're going to add a little spice to it, and it's going to wake up the Hatfield McCoy division. It's going to be. It's going to be interesting. It's going to see exactly how much fun we're going to have. And the little key to it is, you don't have to win the match to actually win the match. Explain later. Don't have to win the match to win. Okay, that's a interesting concept. But I suppose if anyone can pull it off. It's a judgment, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Judge. Next Thank you, up, Dave. Next up, she is the first lady of anarchy. She's already retained her FUBAR City Championship tonight. Her only remaining match now is taking on Boney for the Powerball Championship. She is the one and only. <laughs> Gentlemen, she is the Cougar. Cougs, good evening. Good evening, LA. How are you? I'm doing well. Congratulations on your win over Beast to retain the Fubar City Championship. Um, interesting outfit you wore to the match tonight. Uh, I I understand it, but maybe you, you should explain why you you wore the attire you wore to that match. Psychological warfare. I told Beast I would use everything possible, and I know that seeing that across the, the playground would kind of mess with his mind and keep him unfocused, and it seems to have worked. It did, and, and I must say it was, uh, it, it, it was an interesting moment to see you walk out with, walk, dressed as uh, your daughter. But it seemed to have worked. You do what you got to do, when, especially when it comes to Fubar City. There are no rules. There is no, you know, holding back anything. If you can get into the mind of your opponent, which you seem to have done against Beast, uh, fair is fair. Congratulations, still Fubar City champion. Which only, and then, of course, I mean, the loss to Strangleheart in the Four Corners Bull Rope match. Yeah, 
was your heart really in that match considering he's the one that called you out? No, not really. Um, I felt sorry for him when I first accepted it. And I decided, or when I thought about accepting it, so I decided to look up the actual rules for a bull rope match because I wanted to use it as a warm-up match, which, again, it worked because I went into my FUBAR title match warmed up and ready to go. And I, I'm sure Beast has some broken ribs, and I hope he can finish his high-voltage match. Let's hope. Let's hope. But... Uh, you know, props to Strangle Hurt. He he did, he called you out. He he got the victory. All props to Strangle Hurt on that one. However, you still have one match left tonight. Uh, speaking of getting getting them warmed up, you take on the man that you described as hard uh, last night on After yep. Hours as Boney, the Powerball Champion. Powerball Championship, not a title you've ever held before. Is it on the? Uh, is it on that that special list we've talked about before? It is not. So this one is for me. Um, And again, like I said, Boney is hard. He's very difficult to beat. Uh, I don't remember ever really touching his muscles to see if he's actually physically hard. I might try that. That could throw him off in the match. Hmm. L vacant urinalysis. Vacant. Vacant. He's in shock. He's in shock. Apparently so. Are you there? Okay. Maybe I know I'm married, but I'm not dead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good luck to you, Cougs, tonight against Boney. Of course, not only do you win the title, if you win, you win a quarter of a million coins, so a uh, little bit of a bonus, Christmas bonus for you tonight if you defeat Boney. So, at any who good luck and congratulations once again on still being FUBAR City champion. And while I can't, while I don't have the exact history to back it up, um, I'm almost sure you're one of the longest reigning female FUBAR City champions at this point. Oh, yay! <laughs> I, I'm Going for longer, though. I think I have that year that I want to, you know, hit. Because I think mm, that'll tie Frank. Well, oh, yeah, it would. It would come close. I believe I believe his record was th- 13 months. I'd have to go back to see, but I think it was around 13 months. But, so that is a goal for you in 2021, to retain the FUBAR Championship for the entire year, or at least get near that. Uh, if you do that, you're definitely the longest reigning women's food RC champion. Um, talk to me about 2020, what a year it's been for you. How would you evaluate the Cougar in 2020? It was a very difficult year. If I had not had three different things happen, I probably would have thrown my hands up and given up. That's how difficult this year has been. But I got to add three people to my family to try and help take care of the two that I lost. So I'm looking forward to 2021, no deaths. That's my goal for 2021, no deaths. I don't know that I'd be able to handle them. That would be nice, wouldn't it? That would definitely be nice. 
All right, Cougar, good luck to you against Boney, and we will talk to you next time here in a couple weeks on After Hours. We'll find out if you are indeed Powerball champion then. Thank you so much. Next up, she is also participating in three big matches tonight at Jingle Hell Rock. One in particular I plan on getting a ringside seat for. She is the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, she is Lady Vex Diablo. Good evening, Vex. Good evening, L.A. How are you? Uh, I am ready to see a sheet. See if a sheet can fly. And I do hope the answer <laughs> is no. No. All right. I do hope the answer is hell no. I hope he drops <laughs> like a stone headfirst into that concrete. I. I mean. Cheek and I have certainly had our differences. It would be nice if somebody finally taught him a physical lesson rather than a, a mental one. So, uh, Vex, you certainly uh, have to be have to be prepared for this match. You had to prepare for it differently since it's only going to be on uh, this tiny tiny little medical metal uh, scaffolding on top of this lift. So, with with that being said, talk to me about the match with Sheik and what your plans are to get him. To send him a flying. <laughs> uh, beat him bloody, blind him, bruise him, break him. All the B words. <laughs> Definitely going to, uh, to get in his head and uh, make sure that he knows exactly who is laying into him. I, I just, yeah, it's time. It's very much time. We are we are due to see this come to a much needed period at the end of this sentence. Agreed. Agreed. It was I, I, you need to settle it with him. You need to settle the score uh and certainly teach him a lesson for his actions earlier this year when he broke your basically almost destroyed your your knee. Uh, as well as the Platinum Dragon Championship. But that being said, speaking of the Platinum Dragon Championship, one of the two belts that you are challenging for tonight, uh, let's talk first about the estrogen title, though, facing off with Tigress. 
Uh, it will not be your if you are to win. You it will not be your first go as estrogen championship but champion. But I'm I think you you hold that title in a bit of esteem, don't you? Absolutely. Um, that one, you know, there's there's a long time where I was world champion and I didn't get that shot, and I didn't feel it was right as world champion to issue a challenge like that. Um, call it what you will. It's just how I did things. Um, I have a great amount of respect that this company holds for those that we have lost. Um, not many people do it with the respect that RAWF does. And it has always been like that. Um, Platinum Dragon you walk in here and you go, oh, Platinum Dragon. I've heard that before, but where? And you really don't realize the history in the almost three years I've been here. Um, I've seen how it affects those that news anther. Um, it is not something that is meant to be broken over a knee, but it is something that once rebuilt can be deeply meaningful. Well, and it certainly is held in esteem by most people here in RAWF, especially those who knew and loved Xanther, uh, the Platinum Dragon, who the title was named after. So, uh, I mean, I know it's on your it's it's on your to do list. It has been for a while, and uh, to end 2020 on a high note to win the Platinum Dragon Championship, it's been an interesting year for you as well. You went into 2020 as the World Heavyweight Champion, uh, only. Unfortunately, lost it on the first pay-per-view of the year. Uh, but you, you were national champion there for a short period of time, for for a while, uh, in mid-2020. Talk to me about what Lady Vex is going to remember about 2020. Oh, um, not good things, to be completely honest. I'm not going to remember good things about 2020. Um, twice I went in there with a tag partner to try to get the tag belt back that I had to leave behind. And twice communication failed me. That's that's the period um, exclamation point question mark that holds my 2020. Um, I will gladly leave it behind and I will hopefully move on to at 2021 that brings me the enjoyment that I had in seeing a very good friend uh, break the mold, um, surprise people that um, I got to enjoy seeing what I had shown someone be taken and not just used in the way that I showed it, but enhanced and made incredible. Um, and that that is really what I'm looking forward to in the next year is being right there for that show. Ladies and gentlemen, Lady Vex has a 
has a good opportunity has an opportunity tonight to make history and go out with a bang in 2020 uh, with her three big title matches tonight. Vex, I wish you all the luck in the world. Two title matches. <laughs> well, I, I, I might I, I might Are, give you. Do give, I get a title give, if I if I knock if I knock Sheeta into the ground? Chief? Yes. Yeah. Oh. You're, you're, <laughs> what? What is it? What, what, what you become the mistress of gravity. Co-righty. <laughs> 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 uh, so, at Eddie Who, ladies and gentlemen, Lady Vex, three huge matches tonight at Jingle Hell Rock. G- good luck on all of them, Vex. Thank you. So, with that being said, L Vacant, we now wrap up 2020 here in RAWF. It's uh, been a very interesting year. It's been a, uh, with everything that's gone on outside of RAWF, I think, I think we've done a halfway decent job of getting people's minds off of things in, in, in what seems to have been probably one of the most depressing years in all of history. So, and you were a huge part of that. So I would like to thank you for all the work and all the time you spent here uh, co-hosting the show with me here in 2020 and uh, looking forward to many more shows to come in 2021 and beyond. You know, other than the whole electrified thing, it was a pleasure. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I can't promise that won't happen again. Just because, anyways. <clears throat> but thank you, El Vacant. And uh, I'd also like to thank everybody who has participated, not just in the radio shows, but in RAWF. Uh, in a lot of ways, it has been very therapeutic, especially, you know, I, I had my challenges as well this year. And I appreciate everybody um, joining in and making things easier for me. Um, here in RAWF, I want to thank each and every person who has participated and um, made an effort to enjoy RAWF as a company, as a fun thing, as a distraction, whatever you needed to do. And all the listeners of the radio show, I thank you as well. Uh, it is sometimes very therapeutic. I want to thank all my GMs, Unstoppable Bot, uh, Paragon, Judge, Coogs, Raven, uh, Razor, and you know, I don't. MPG Psycho Girl definitely uh, believe it. And a few Cassie Joe, who was a GM earlier in the year, she did a good job on her event. Um, so thank you all for helping out making REWF one of the best companies in WU and one of the most fun things to do. Uh, it has been a pleasure, and hopefully, 2021 we'll see bigger and better things. Knock on wood. With that being said, we will see you all two weeks from two weeks from tomorrow last night uh, for RAWF After Hours with Jingle Hell Rock results. Our first show of 2021. It will not be next weekend. It will be two weeks, as I am once again taking the weekend off. Uh, there will be no After Hours, no superstars next week. So. Uh, y'all relax, enjoy yourselves, stay safe, happy new year to all, and uh, take care of yourselves. This has been R.A.W.F. Jingle Hell Rock on the, ba- the Basics Radio Network. See you guys in a couple weeks. Absolutely. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>